Hello, and welcome back to the While We're Waiting Hope After Child Loss podcast. I'm Jill Sullivan, your host and one of the co-founders of the While We're Waiting ministry. Thank you so much for joining us again today. After the loss of a child, holidays are always difficult, and Easter is no exception. I have so many wonderful memories of my girls in their new Easter dresses and frilly socks, hunting for eggs we'd carefully dyed the night before. The Easter baskets filled with chocolate bunnies and other treats carefully placed at the foot of their beds for a Sunday morning surprise just added to the fun. I certainly miss those days with my girls. But Easter is so much more than just colorful eggs and yellow peeps. You know, Hannah really didn't get in much trouble when she was a little girl. She wasn't the perfect child by any means, but she just didn't disobey us very often. Except for one area, that is. She quite often got up out of bed after being tucked in for the night. The first time she did it, we would gently but firmly tuck her back under the covers, explaining that it was time for her to go to sleep and that if she got up again, she would be disciplined. Of course, we made sure she wasn't truly thirsty or sick or hurting or anything like that. Most of the time, she would go on to sleep, but some nights, well, some nights she would push us to the limit, getting up over and over even when she was disciplined for her disobedience. So, when we heard her padding softly down the hallway one night when she was about seven years old, we thought it was going to be another one of those kind of nights. But when she lisped out the reason why she had gotten up on this particular night, we knew it wasn't the same thing at all. I want to ask Jesus into my heart, she said. We talked with her for a few minutes to make sure she truly understood the decision she was making, and then right there in our living room, with her dad and I at her side, she got down on her knees and asked Jesus into her heart. And a few weeks later, on Easter Sunday morning, our girl was baptized in a horse trough on the stage in the El Dorado, Arkansas City Auditorium, where our church was holding services that day. And that's what makes it all okay. Her cancer diagnosis, her suffering her death. I don't like any of it, would never have chosen it for my little girl, would do anything to change it if it were possible, but it's okay. If you grew up in church, you're probably familiar with the story of Job from the Bible. He had basically lost everything, his health, his wealth, and all 10 of his children. Job chapter 19 is basically a litany of all his problems. His relatives had failed him, His close friends had forgotten him. His breath was strange to his wife. I'm not kidding. Check out verse 17. He was a stench to his siblings. Young children despised him and talked against him. His intimate friends abhorred him. Those whom he loved had turned against him. His bones were sticking to his skin. Then suddenly, in the middle of this really depressing list, he makes this declaration in verse 25. For I know that my Redeemer lives, and at the last he will stand upon the earth. I love that. Even though his life had not turned out the way he had hoped, even though he was facing desertion, isolation, disappointment, and indescribable grief, he had hope because he knew he had a living Redeemer. For those of us who have experienced the loss of a child, life has not turned out as we had planned. We face great disappointment and sorrow. Like Job, we may feel abandoned and alone, but we have hope because we too have a living Redeemer. Of all the attributes of God, the thought of Him as Redeemer is my favorite. Look up the word redeem in the dictionary and you'll find that, among other things, it means to pay off, 
to set free, to save from a state of sinfulness and its consequences. According to these definitions, Jesus' death on the cross redeems us from our sin. In other words, Jesus' death paid off the cost of our sin and set us free from that burden. But there's another meaning of redeem, and that is to make up for. And I believe that God is going to redeem the sufferings we endure on this earth and heaven one day, and maybe even to some degree while we're still here. Because of Jesus' death and resurrection, and because Hannah placed her faith in him as her Savior that night in our living room, she is with him today in heaven. Because he lives, she lives too. And that's a reason to rejoice in this Easter season. Thank you so much for joining us on today's podcast. We hope it brought you some comfort and encouragement today and maybe made you feel a little less alone on the journey. Please subscribe so you'll never miss an episode and and maybe leave us a rating in iTunes to help others find the podcast. Again, we're glad you spent a few minutes with us today. It's a blessing to walk beside you as we seek to live well while we're waiting.